0: for another made in Manitoba with a first-time appearance by the Winnipeg-based group The Spectacles. The trio is comprised of Grant Simpson, Jackson Haldane, and Tim Osmond, whose name may be familiar to you as a member of the Stanley County Cutups, which are a past- made a manner to guest. The spectacles play a mix of bluegrass, ragtime, western swing, and older country and jazz. Musical genres that were genres before
1: that descriptor even existed. <laughs> yeah,
0: genuine, authentic, and fun are some of the words used to describe the spectacles. And we're looking forward to sharing their music with you. Band members Grant Simpson and Tim Osman were able to join me for the conversation, and we'll get that started after this. You're listening to another edition of Made in Manitoba. Yet another program debut this weekend with Winnipeg-based group, The Spectacles. It's a trio comprised of Grant Simpson, Jackson Haldane, and Tim Osmond. Now for our program tonight, Grant and Tim are joining us. And how about we get a little bit of your musical background now, Tim? We know you're with the Stanley County Cut-Ups. We'll get to you in a moment. Grant, how about we start with you?
1: I grew up on Vancouver Island and then I was hired at a young age about when I was 19 to go up to the Yukon to be a musical director in the show. And I was fresh out of college and it was a great gig. And uh, I ended up doing that for 45 years, which basically took up half my year. And then the other half of the year I would tour and um, I did a lot of home roots tours. That's where I met Tim and we became friends a long time ago. Basically, I've, I've uh, spent my life playing old jazz and ray time for the most part.
0: Well, let's throw it over to you, Tim. You and I, we've crossed paths in the past uh, through one of your other groups, the Stanley County Cut-Up. So perhaps just remind us, Tim, of some of your musical background.
2: I mostly play bluegrass banjo, but it's kind of evolved. Uh, like, you know, banjo is, it can be played in many different styles. I guess, like, you know, you start with the bluegrass and then you kind of, after you're done with the one, four, five, you want to kind of branch out a little bit. <laughs> so I always kind of, like, gravitated towards these older jazz tunes from the 20s uh, done by, like, people like Don Reno and Eddie Adcock, people like that from the bluegrass world, you know, there was kind of a little bit of crossover there. I uh, started playing some of those tunes around Grant, he's like, hey, I know that one. So we figured out we knew a whole bunch of tunes together. <laughs> <So> kind of <laughs> blended a little bit really nicely. It's neat the way that the music just crosses over a little bit uh, into different genres. And...
0: and Grant, there is one other member of the group that uh, isn't able to join us today for a conversation, Jackson Haldane, but maybe just tell us a little bit about Jackson and, and his musical role within the spectacles.
1: Well, Tim probably knows more about the history of Jackson's band. I mean, I've known Jackson for quite a few years now i met him in the yukon at one of our festivals we played the same festival and i met him up there originally and then when i moved here we just kind of started hanging out doing just what tim said you know we just started realizing hey we like a lot of the same old 1920s and 30s swing tunes and and so we sort of blended a a band with all the styles
2: so jackson's the Front man of the a band called the D Rangers, which is a popular band out of out of Winnipeg, and they toured the country. They're a five piece uh, band. Yeah, they do like a lot of like country, bluegrass, some swing tunes. So it's a lot of original tunes.
0: Him and I have never
2: really c- collaborated, but we've always been in the same scene, and even like jammed at festivals before. <laughs> we always used to joke because we live in the same city, but then. We'd see each other like halfway across the country and be like, Hey, how come you know, we live a block away from each other but we're you know, jamming together five hundred miles away from them.
0: <laughs> <You know?
2: laughs> So it's like, why don't we ever do this at home?
0: <laughs> was there like a, a crystallizing moment where the three of you guys kind of said, "Okay, we're going to put this quote-unquote official group together," or was it more of an organic growth out of the fact that you guys were all jamming with each other here, there, and everywhere?
1: I was jamming a lot with Jackson, and we were planning on playing together. And I was I was already playing quite a few gigs with Tim when Tim was really desperate; he'd hire me. And so we had, we ended up doing a few (laughs) things together. So I was feeling really like a really good fit with Tim and a really good fit with Jack. I just talked to them both and said, why don't we just all team up? And we had a, we had a gig coming up. So it just felt natural. And everybody just said, yeah, I mean, we all really love playing together. I mean, I've played in a lot of bands and I've had, you know, high piece bands that have toured all over and played in China and all over the place, but. I've never had such an easy fit before with, with uh, musicians or, or guys for that matter. I mean, for just as friends, we it's effortless to hang out together, but also it's effortless to play together. And that's really great. You know? That's a really great thing.
2: Yeah. There's no drama, there's no ego. There's no like, you know, just extra stuff that comes along with bands. It's just an easy band
0: now is it is it fair to say that it's uh true. the name of the group is is the spectacles because the fact that i'm seeing all three of you wearing eyewear and a lot of the photos and whatnot that i see of you guys
1: i think so jackson <laughs> the band i think didn't he? yeah did
0: yeah really, he did i
1: did think that jackson?
2: the fact that we all wore glasses
1: <laughs> yeah
2: you try trying to name a band it's so hard you know because there's so many out there but Sometimes it just comes in like 10 seconds, and this is one of the times. I remember Jackson saying, hey, I haven't ever heard of another band called The Spectacles out there. Have you? <laughs> I said, no. Because, <laughs> I mean, you okay. can easily Google it. <laughs> yeah.
3: <Okay.
2: laughs> you know? And I okay. just remember saying, no, I've never heard of one before. <laughs> so... But in fact, there are there are in fact there are several bands out there called the Spectacles. But we're the only ones with .ca at the end <laughs> at our website, and um, uh, and we are the only ones playing this kind of music. So I think it's you know safe to say that we're going to keep the name for a while.
4: I can't give you anything but love baby. That's the only thing I've got plenty of Maybe Dream a while, scheme a while You should find happiness And I guess all those things you always pine for, gee, I'd love to see you looking swell, baby, diamond bracelets Woolworth doesn't sell, baby, but until that lucky day, you know darn well, baby, that I Oh, wow. And I guess all those things you always pine for, gee, I'd love to see you looking swell.
1: Music from the spectacles on Made in Manitoba. The group is joining us for the first time with its old-timey sound, which features instruments like the banjo, guitar, piano, dobro, and even the musical saw.
0: Yeah, Grant (laughs) Simpson is the musician who has that unique talent, and it comes from his decades of being the musical director of a vaudeville show in the Yukon. Now, I asked him about learning to play the saw, and also, (laughs) Tim, about how he would describe the sound of the spectacles. This is Made in Manitoba, with more on the way.
3: I'd rather be in some dark hall where the sun train, take me farther on down the track, I'm going away, I'm leaving today, I'm going but I ain't coming back, I'd rather be in some dark hollow, where the sun don't ever shine, than to be in some big city, in a small room with your love on my mind. So blow your whistle, freight train. Take me farther on down the track. to be in some dark hollow where the sun don't ever shine and for you to be another man's darling and to know you'll never be mine so blow your whistle freight train, take me farther on down the track I'm going I'm leaving today I'm going but I ain't coming back back. I'm going away. I'm leaving today. I'm going, but I ain't coming back.
0: Well, Grant, how about we talk about the music itself? How would you describe the sound of the spectacles to folks that perhaps haven't had the opportunity to hear you play yet?
1: We all contribute our own um, stylistic things to it. So Tim brings all his bluegrass stuff into the uh, band. I bring all the old 1920s jazz stuff into the band. And Jackson brings a folk and swing, like a Western swing angle to the band. And that is what the band sounds like. I think that's uh, that's the best way I can describe it. It sounds like those three things blended together.
3: Yeah, pretty Where, much. What,
1: yeah. what we've What we've tried to do... Well, what we ended up seeing that we were doing, I think, is the way it goes. We we all really loved the early, early days of our styles, you know, before it became like a popular concert, before jazz was in universities and concert halls, and when it was just being played by regular people on the porches and in the dance halls and, you know, at those gatherings, the picnics, I love that style of jazz. You know, it's kind of a real um, organic ragtag of instruments and feels, and and it's not very polished. I love that style. And I think that Tim really loves that style in the bluegrass genre. And I know that that's what yeah. Jackson really loves about what we're doing, too, is he loves that going right back to the roots.
0: Maybe just talk yeah, about that, Tim, about those that that early sound or that old time Appalachian music or bluegrass sound that that Grant was touching on there
2: All three of those styles or more that he mentioned were are kind of like before before there were genres before the music stores had to put a label on things, and it was just kind of like um, really genuine um music you know that was was created uh out of people's hearts rather than their wallets you know so it was it's it's created for a different purpose I think and I think that's why it resonates so well because it's so genuine
0: and Grant I did want to touch on the fact that that you really are a multi-instrumentalist you know this past weekend I I saw you at Plumfest and you were focusing primarily on keys Mm -hmm. but you play a lot of different instruments how do you balance all of that or is it a case of it's just so ingrained in who you are now you can pretty much pick it up whether it's the mandolin or the the saw or the rhythm guitar or the keys and just run with it
1: <laughs> well that stems i mean i i had all those interests when i was a teenager but went up and started working on in, in the vaudeville show one of the primary assets you can have in vaudeville is you do lots of different things and so you know when the first year i got there they handed me a saw and they said, "You got to learn to play this." <laughs> I had never heard of it before. <laughs> I went, "What?" And they showed me how to do it, make a sound, and they sent me on my way. And then I found that I was in, like, featured in an act on the side. I had to really have it down, you know. So it was like, "Wow!" <laughs> so I really had to practice it and get it together. <laughs> I played "America the Beautiful" and "Wait Till the Sunshine Shines, Nelly, as a as a medley. <laughs> the show. Um, audience was primarily American tourists going out to do the Alaskan tour. So, and I, I did that dressed up as a mountie. <laughs> Just so you know, that's my musical background. Variety, and then, you know, if somebody needed a, if, I, I wrote all, most of the arrangements and a lot of the music for the show as the years went on. And you know, I would hear a, I I'd, I'd want a mandolin type thing going on behind one of the singers so you know i get somebody else to take over the keys and i would play a mandolin part or whatever you know i just kept learning like that um, sometimes it would be you have to give a guy a day off and he's the only guy that plays bass in the show so you have to learn how to play the bass stuff. So, you know <laughs> so it just kind of went like that that's how it kept going and i had fun doing it so i've just you know even though the show's Long clothes now. It's sort of ingrained in me now. I, I like playing guitar and I like playing banjo and I like playing mandolin. But I'm I'm only somewhat competent on the piano and
0: nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to wrap up with this question for for each of you, and I, I'm intrigued how you're going to answer this because we have spent so much time talking about some of those quote unquote older genres of music before they were genres. Why do the two of you feel it's important that those traditional musical styles are still being played and, if you want to call it, preserved today with what you and, and the band is doing. I'll throw that to you first, Grant.
1: I don't know that I went into it with any kind of mission at all. I, it's really organically where I love the music. Like even though I studied jazz in college and I became a jazz pianist and, and I did tours as a jazz pianist, and I always loved the style that I'd hear um, like, I love Louis Armstrong, of course, but I loved, I loved it when Louis Armstrong sat in with Johnny Cash. I loved those scenes. That's true organic collaboration in my own mind. So when I toured, like when I went to China, I always sought out, I always tried to find out where the folk musicians playing Chinese folk music, or when I was in Korea, the same thing in Korea. I wanted to meet those people, and I would sit in it, and we could play together, you know, because... That's the organic level of that kind of music, you know, where you just kind of listen to each other and you can play together. I and mean, I love that spot.
2: I think that's one of the things I really love about, I could say, traditional music, um, but I guess, like, a lot of public domain stuff. There's, there's music in every genre that 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 the fans and the musicians stick to. And it's kind of like a, a universal language when you travel around you know, I could talk for like just about bluegrass music. You could play John Henry, who was a steel driving man here in Manitoba, and then you go down to the states and they 'll probably know it too, and then you go over to Japan or you go over to Czech Republic, and they 'll know it too you know so it 's kind of like these songs uh like especially a lot of the older songs, are kind of like a uh, a commonality that brings people together and they they hold their own you know they last. Because they're they resonate with people. Yeah, that's kind of
1: kind of how we came to these songs. <laughs> when I played at the Dawson City Music Festival with my band once, one of my favorite quotes came out of it. I, a guy came up from the audience and yelled at me and he said, I've hated jazz all my life, but I like this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: I Falling star Lights up A purple sky And as I Wonder where You are I'm so lonesome I could cry And as I wonder Where you are I'm so lonesome I could cry
1: And that's the last song we have tonight from The Spectacles, who are making their Made in Manitoba debut.
0: Grant Simpson, Jackson Haldane, and Tim Osmond are the trio which make up this group. And in case you missed, yes, the group name basically comes from the fact they all wear glasses. Yeah, thank you for listening to Made in Manitoba. Find past episodes at podcastville.ca and learn more about our featured group at thespectacles.ca. For Michelle Swatsky and Zach Drieger. I'm Chris Sumner. Until next time.